Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to helping coaches create successful team experiences through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. In each episode, we'll discuss one quote that I've found can be inspirational, motivational, and helpful on your coaching journey to become your best so you can help your teams become their best. So lace them up tight, focus on your target, listen up and take notes as we dive in to today's Great Quote for Coaches. All right. Hey, and welcome back to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And we're into episode 85 of the show. And uh, yeah, today is one of those episodes where it'll be just me talking about a quote. And yeah, I guess I could say every week, oh, I'm really excited about this one because I am. <laughs> every week, I'm really excited about whatever quote we are bringing you, whether it's me alone or it's uh, a quote that uh, I'm interviewing another person about. But today, I'm excited because this is a quote that I have, in its own way or in other ways, used for most of my career. It's not a famous quote by anybody in particular. I don't know who first said it, but the way I've used it is not the way that I'm going to uh, talk with you about it today. I'm going to talk with you about it the way I've heard it most recently and that I love the most of all. And uh, this also might be a short episode, even though I love this quote, and it's packed with power. I think you'll see as, as I talk about it, it's packed with such power that you go, well, that makes total sense. Boom. All right. I got it. I'm going to use this one. So without further ado, here is the quote. How you do small things is how you do all things. And I love that quote. I'm going to attribute the way... I have heard it there to former NFL quarterback, uh, now high school football coach at Lipscomb Academy in Nashville, Tennessee, Trent Dilfer, who I think I have referenced on this podcast before. Uh, I know I have uh, referenced him in posts. I hear him on the Colin Cowherd show, uh, The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Uh, I hear him each week during the football season. Love the guy's insight and takes on so many things about, certainly he's talking about football, but he talks about so much more than football. And now he has a podcast called Beyond the X's and O's, which I highly recommend that you check out. And I think I may have recommended it a few weeks ago. Uh, I will be referencing it. Oh, I know I did because I talked about Kurt Warner's uh, quote before on Trent Dilfer's podcast. But I first heard this quote by Trent the way Dilfer said it, oh, I don't know, last summer maybe? Maybe it was last last football season. Because he was refer he was talking to, about Tom Brady. And he was talking about the way Brady does things when he was saying, Well, you know the quote. So he's not saying it's his quote, but he says, You know what they say, how you do small things is how you do all things. Now throughout my oh, I'd say career, but certainly the last 10 or so years, I've used the concept how you do the little things means everything or something along those lines. I even wrote a post about it, I think it was probably a year or two ago, about this concept. I think it was last year. And about this concept that it's it's how you do the little things in life. 
So I said at the start of this that I've used a, something like this throughout my career. What I used to say to kids, and I still do, is the little things are huge. And what I was trying to get across to kids is you need to make sure that you focus on doing all of the things that in your mind you might think are little. All of the things that in your mind you might think, eh, that's not that important to really worry about. And you know, why why do I have to worry about being in that exact spot? You know, it'll be okay if I'm over here. And the the example I always use when explaining that one is as a basketball coach teaching a move called a drop step or actually not even teaching the well yeah the drop step is probably the best one to 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 explain it for but it's it's where we teach kids that they need to the term is post up so for those of you who are not basketball people the the big person usually closer to the basket they post up they stand with their back to the basket and the and the other players are looking inside to that person trying to get them the ball where they stand is it's gigantic and yet it's gigantic in that you have to be in a certain spot and the moment you move literally inches off of that spot it totally changes what you can do and so when we teach the drop step we teach there's a those of you if you ever look at a basketball court on the lane there's a bigger box some call it the block some call it the box down at the bottom, under right by the basket. Then there's a, like three or four marks as you work your way up the lane. We teach players you have to be above the the block is how I always used to teach it. Now I, I've, I've been teaching it. You need to straddle the first mark up the lane because players will, when we tell them get above the block, they'll start there and pretty soon their foot is on the block. And again, that's a matter, that block is probably six inches long, maybe eight inches long. Uh, that's a huge difference. And when we teach this move called a drop step, where they are turning toward the baseline, toward the basket, if their foot is above that block, when they turn, they've got a great angle to shoot the layup. If it's on the block or below, they're too far under the basket, just in that little bit of space. And so this is how I've used the concept of the little things are huge through my career. But when Trent Dilfer said about Tom Brady. And then I've heard him say it at other times too about other people or other just talking about certain things, both on the, the, you know, the herd with Colin Cowherd, but also I think I heard him say it in his podcast when he says, how you do small things is how you do all, do all things. His point is when we are talking about performing at our best, the only way we're ever going to be our best is to focus on doing everything the best that we can. And it's the way people treat what they think are the small things, the little things, that will determine so much of how they uh, attack, how they deal with all of the other things. And so think about this concept in your world. You know, I'm and, and as a coach, sure, but just in general, how do you do the small things in your life? Because how you do that is going to also affect how you do what would be considered the big things, but also just the average things, the other things that yeah, might be bigger than small things, but certainly aren't the major things. But when you consider this concept, 
And so I was thinking about this in preparing to talk today. How do you brush your teeth? Do you brush them, you know, completely and for 20 seconds at a time? And do you do the different types of strokes? And do you do, you know, uh, because how you do that. Now, some would say that's not a small thing. Well, a lot of people believe it is. Hey, I, I brushed my teeth. Right. But did you really or, you know, do it the way you're supposed to, the way that our dentists have taught us to do? Because how you do that might also indicate how you handle other personal hygiene things. But it also just might, you know, indicate how you handle a lot of things in this world. Now let's take it to, uh, and, and the messages in here, by the way, are great for us as coaches, but these are great for us to also teach our kids. You know, so how do you handle homework assignments? You know, how do you, do when, when your teacher has, when you have, you know, I'm an English teacher, so I assign a short story to be read and there's three questions, the, you know, or three sets of maybe a, a question or two uh, to answer about the story. How do you do that? Are you neat with your penmanship? Do you, you know, number your answers? Do you have space between them? Can I read it? Do you have your name in the heading up in the top right corner? Are you doing it on, you know, clean a clean sheet of notebook paper? The li list goes on and on. Because how you do a small assignment like that, what in your mind might be a small assignment, heck, for me as a teacher, that's a smaller assignment than a full-blown essay. But how you do the small thing shows how you do all things. It is, I'm sure any of you who are teachers right now are going to be nodding your head in agreement. Think about the kids who everything they hand in, it's sloppy, there's like the, the corner of it is folded down, or there's a rip in it, or there's a lot of scratch outs, and the list goes on and on. What about their big assignments, their, their, paper, their, their major papers? What about their tests? I mean, how they do the small thing, don't you see it also indicated in how they do all of those other things? And so recognize this as coaches, teachers, parents, leaders of all types of people, that we need to teach our those in our care the importance of taking care of the little things. It comes down to discipline. It comes down to having the discipline to do the right thing, do it the way you're supposed to do it, and do it that way all the time. When you do that for the small things, it helps propel you forward to then be doing that for all things. And if you're doing it for all things, that means you're doing it for what so many would consider the most important things. Do you think that the teams that make it to the Super Bowl, the, when they get to the Super Bowl, okay, now we're going to get buttoned up and be focused on taking care of all of the little things and doing all that. If they wait until the Super Bowl week, guess what? They're not going to be in the Super Bowl. It's the teams that start that way in their preseason, in their uh, you know, and then in the pre, I'm not talking about preseason games. I'm talking about off season. You know, how do you handle your workouts then? And then the preseason practices and scrimmages, and then the preseason games, and then the for early season. Game. The teams that are taking care of the small things throughout the year, long before they ever 
get to what would be considered the biggie of some type of championship, the playoffs or whatever, they're the ones who generally are in the playoffs. And so all of us in the non-professional Super Bowl-seeking world, but those of us who still are teaching and coaching and working in arenas where we're trying to succeed and be our best and, and bring our teams together to be their best, we need to adopt the same mindset. Take care of the small things because how you do those things will determine how you do everything, how you do all things. So great message for you to pass on to your kids. Also, coaches, it's a great message for us to keep in mind for ourselves because some of the other things I've talked about on here and written about and done videos on is what are we modeling for our players? What are we modeling for our students, for our own kids? Because if I want them to understand and live by this concept of how you do small things is how you do all things, what am I doing around the house for my family that shows this? What am I doing in my classroom that shows this? What am I doing in terms of my practice planning and my getting the gym or field or pool or wherever you coach ready, what am I doing when it comes to the things that are perceived as smaller than others? What am I doing to model this concept? So coaches, look in the mirror and determine, am I taking care of the small things? Because if I am, then I have a much greater chance that all things will be taken care of with the proper amount of discipline as well. And also, I have a much greater chance that my players, students, kids of my own, will then be able to follow suit. Oh, I love this concept. I love this concept. And I and I, again, I've always loved the concept, but I like the way Dilfer said it. And again, I don't know that he, you know, he probably did not come up with the quote that way. Again, because I've heard him say, you know the what they say, but I'm giving him the credit because that's the, the place where I've heard it said that way, and I love it. So if anybody passes this on to Trent Dilfer, Trent Dilfer, thanks so much for that. And also thanks for all that you do for kids, and even though you don't, well, I know you're doing it for kids directly at your school at Lipsum Academy there in Nashville, but you're doing so much by helping coaches, helping others see the value in what they do and how to do it the right way that hopefully they are then, you are indirectly then affecting those kids that those coaches are working with. So kudos to you. Uh, and I love the way, the way you've said this and, uh, all of those others who have said it that way too. So, all right, well, that wraps up today's podcast. Next week, we will have another interview podcast. Um, and I'm, as always, excited to bring you this one. Uh, and uh, I'm going to hold off on telling you who it is, and you will find out next week on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd please do me a favor and leave a rating and a short review of the podcast, I would really appreciate it. Ratings and reviews help podcasts get in front of that many more listeners. And we want to get as many people exposed to the messages of inspiration and impact through the use of quotes that we cover on this podcast. Also, check us out on slamdunksuccess.com, where you'll find a lot more information to help you become the best you're capable of becoming. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches. Quote for Coaches.